Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Strategic Slut Podcast, a feminist-based show that aims to reclaim the word slut and discuss harder topics to become more approachable. Each week, I will bring you a topic to break down or a guest on to have a discussion in a shame-free way so that we can all live an intentional and strategic life. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for tuning in to another Friday solo. It is so good to have you here. Today, we have lots to talk about, but first, I want to give a quick announcement that Bryson Tiller has a new album out and I feel like that just needs a quick little airtime because I've been waiting like four years for this and I would absolutely let him do disgusting things to me. So go listen to it. Um, obviously not sponsored. I just absolutely love him. Moving along. Um, welcome to today's podcast. I want to discuss dating older men. I actually put a poll on my Instagram story about what you guys want to hear and 75% like to 80% something like that last time I checked voted for dating older men and today's gonna be juicy because I am gonna spill some tea on some men that I've dated and just kind of be a little bit more real about some of my past experiences. I in no way use this platform to shit on the men that I've dated because obviously I dated them like I went out with them for a reason so I'm not trying to use this in any way to like shit on men surprising I know but I want to say that there will be a lot of use of like experiences to be able to speak on this topic because I have dated a few older guys like my fair share of them um because I've never really had a relationship like I've never had something really serious I was in university up until literally this spring like I'm 22 And I was just having fun and like dating, going out, getting to know guys. And it just wasn't my priority. Like I had multiple jobs while being in university and I had just so many goals that I couldn't be bothered with a relationship. And I also was just not emotionally capable. If you listen to this podcast, you know that I've just realized my own toxicity in when I go about dating. So like the fact that I was completely emotionally unavailable and I didn't even realize it. So plot twist, I'm really learning some things and I feel like I'm able to really speak on like these past situations much more clearly because I have no resentment towards these people. It's more of just like these were just experiences and I also have, I I would like to say that I like fill myself with as much knowledge as possible when it comes to dating, relationships, sexuality, romance, love, all of those things from both an academic space, but also just like listening to different podcasts. It's just one of like the most fascinating topics in my own mind. So I also want to say that anything I say today is like an informed opinion um, along with personal experience. So take that how you will. But I do want to say that I'm also speaking on a cisgender, like 22 year old white woman dating older men. I can't speak on dating older women or anything like that because I've never done it. So that's something to just quickly consider. But the point of this podcast, I would say, is to have some fun. I think it'll be kind of funny to share some of the like experiences I've been through. But also, I feel there's a lot of girls my age that listen to this episodes and or listen to this podcast and I just want to give some insight if you'd like to date an older guy here's what to think of because no one really had coached me through this not that I'm trying to coach y'all but there's some tips and tricks that I can share so I want to say one of the first things that I learned dating in general is that age does not equate to maturity you've heard me say this on this podcast before you can literally date someone who is 22 and he can like have the maturity of a 40 year old man and you could date like a 30 year old guy and he could literally be so immature and I was really shocked to find that out really like weirdly enough and I feel like it's kind of simple maybe but I don't know I was really shocked to find this out because there were guys who I've dated who were like approaching 30 and literally acted like 14 year old boys (laughs) so it's just it doesn't equate and I don't want to like shit on them or anything like that they just did need to grow up a little bit more and I feel like that's a fair thing to say it's not saying that they're bad people it's just like you're a little bit less further along than I was okay you're just not the guy for me it's okay it's not personal but that's like number one I would say was like oh this does not equate to anything however 
older guys often do have more life experience as age comes with, right? So there is something to be said that's a little bit more interesting, at least from my end and like some of the guys that I've went out with. If they're older, they just have more things to share, like where they've traveled, what their university experiences were, and different things like in the career world that maybe you can't relate to if you're in college or university or just starting out in your career if you like went from high school to just the workforce, that type of thing. Um, it just really, they obviously have had like 10 years on you to experience the world. <laughs> it doesn't like, you know, it's obviously. So it's one of those things that they would have more shit to talk about. And in my case, I've dated a few guys, like I said, all ranging from the age of like 25 to 32. And I was the, I was 21 when I dated the 32-year-old. And that's like a very specific experience because he had a child. So I've talked about it on this show before, but I just want to like kind of talk about it because I think that this is like one of the funniest things that's kind of happened to me. So I guess I'll tell you like the story of how I found out he had a kid because he didn't try to hide it in any way. He was actually a really great human. Like I still have lots of like, I guess just, I don't want to say love for him because I was never in love with him, but I like definitely admire him. He's a great human and he's a very interesting guy. And we had a lot of fun together, but he, so we had like, we met out in the wild, not on a dating app at all, because I don't think he would have ever filtered in my hinge age, age range. Like I think I had from like 22 to 30, I think I had as my max. And I'd say like my ideal was like 26, 27, but he, I met him out in the wild on like a Saturday morning. And then I ended up, I don't remember how it happened. Oh, he found me on Instagram and DM'd me. And literally like the minute he DM'd me, he was basically like, when are we going on a date? And it was so fucking hot because it was just so forward. And I was like, now, like I was so ready to like meet this guy. And I just loved how he didn't beat around the bush. So that was kind of cool. I don't know that that has anything to do with age, but that was just like so much hotter. Um, and then we went on our first date, absolutely like left that date was like, love him, will marry him. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like so struck by him, like so infatuated and just had the hard eyes for him, like from the moment we went to dinner. And then by the second date, it was like a Sunday afternoon type of date and we went mini golfing. And we are like literally playing like mini put and we're in the middle of doing this and there's like all these little kids around. And I asked him like, oh, do you want kids? Like, I think we were talking about how like cute one of the kids were. And he was kind of like under his breath, like, well, I have one. And I was like, wait, sorry, what? Did I, did I hear you right? <laughs> and he's like, I have a kid. And I'm like, I don't even remember what I reacted. I just remember like being frozen. I was like, I don't know what to do right now. And he was very blunt and like up, up front with it. He wasn't trying to lie to me in any way. Like our first date was essentially like our first time really ever meeting. We had met once out in the wild and like from there had our first date. We hadn't really texted in the meantime or anything like that. So I don't blame him in any way for like not telling me sooner because I don't know when he would have. Like that would have been weird if he had said that because we weren't really texting or anything. But anyways, the situation was after we like played our game and I was kind of like not even sure what to do. And then I don't remember what he said, but he was kind of like, are you okay? <laughs> and I was like, so we need to talk about this. Um, but what I realized with that, like he was like a guy from Australia and he lived in England for eight years and I guess him like his child and the mother still lived in England while he was living in Canada so I wasn't really like that turned off by it because the kid was in another country with a decent flight to get there and I just like wasn't bothered by it however down the line like we only went out for like a month or two um down the line I realized that there was just something there where it's like 
I'm never gonna be able to like plan a future because he's always gonna be considering like moving back there like being closer to his son and things like that so I definitely don't blame him for like anything that like went down he we ended up on like such good terms and everything like that it was literally fine but I want to talk about like that thing specifically because there's something there that I was a little like wait holy shit this is a learning moment when you're a 21 year old and you're dating older men you don't consider they could have a kid (laughs) and and maybe you do but I didn't I literally was like in my head it was like if you're going out with me there's like no way you have a kid and I don't know why I thought that I don't know I think it was just the fact that like None of my friends have kids. No one I am close with has a child, is thinking about having a child or even like in a relationship to have a child. So unless it was like accidental, but even then I haven't had any friends that have gotten pregnant. So it was just like one of those things of like the, that happens? Like I was shocked. <laughs> and maybe if you're, maybe if you like come from a situation where you have friends who have had kids, like somewhere in the age between 21 and 32 it wouldn't be so shocking but truly like none of my older cousins have had kids um none of my friends no one like literally no one close to me so it just like was one of those things that I was I had no concept of and also when we were on our first date we didn't even know how old one another were until we were like in like halfway through and we suddenly start talking about like age and he's like, wait, how old are you? And I was like, I'm 22 or I was 21 at the time. And he was like, no, I was 20. I didn't even, I'm, he was there for my 21st birthday. Oh my God. Now that I'm thinking about it. Okay. Yeah. We were like 11 years apart though. And anyways, he was like, I'm 32. And I was like, oh, okay like it didn't bother me at all and I put in my head I just I didn't consider the fact that he could have a kid like you genuinely could have a kid anywhere from the age of like 16 upwards but it just was in in my circle and I just didn't consider it so that was on me but I just hope like that (laughs) raises some awareness because that was something that I kind of found almost funny in the sense I was like why did I never think of that like why didn't I consider that as a possibility? Oh my god. But yeah, he was really cool. Um, I'd say like some of the learning key things from that relationship was he had traveled literally the world. Like he was from, he was born in Australia and he just had like a lot of life experiences that the pro was that I found so interesting. Like that was why I gravitated to, to towards him so much because One, he had a blended accent, but two, he also had so much to like offer into conversations and he was so well versed with like the world and just like knew a lot about a lot of random subjects. And we could also talk about like feminism and politics and kind of what I was doing with the podcast and things like that. And the podcast had only been around for like a month and he had already listened to it like on by our first date, he like talked about it. And I thought it was going to be really weird. And he actually was like, engaging with like the idea of certain things I brought up and it was just really cool like we were able to engage on a mental like way that I had never experienced before so I don't know if that was not only his age but also his experience like he was a 32 year old who had also traveled the world had a child had been in so many different situations that it made him just really fascinating to speak to and I think someone like me I just need someone that dynamic and like I can get bored easily with very like day-to-day people if that makes sense like I like someone who's as adventurous as I am and as curious about the world and learning new things constantly as I am so it was just one of those things that I really found like hot honestly (laughs) and the con of that was that I didn't feel like I could bring a lot to the table. So like, I just always felt like I was in a constant state of like, oh, I can't wait to like travel after university. I can't wait to do that after university, essentially like, cause my life was kind of on hold financially from traveling or anything. Like I was working three jobs to afford university. I was not out here traveling to Europe and like doing all these glamorous trips. So I just didn't feel like I could offer some of those like experiences as well 
Um, and maybe that's not like an age difference, but like that is something to consider just in dating older guys, because even if they haven't traveled to like the extent that this guy did, there are still like, you know, seven to 10 years plus of experiences in the world that they would have on you. Like it's literally just based on how long they've existed on this earth. So it is something that needs to be considered. And I think there's like a really fine line with some of the guys that may, you know, try to talk to you or you try to talk to them because I had this like one guy, he was like 29, 30. Um, he like would always kind of just like make me feel like a kid. And I did not like that. Like I hate being called cute. And it was almost this like, oh, peanut situation and nothing makes me want to die a little bit more like wap nah talk about dap that's a dry ass pussy move it was fucking disgusting um also like you're might you just might be in different life stages like if you're in university or college and they either never went to like post-secondary or they finished a long time ago you talking about your exam and stressing out over it isn't gonna be like one of the most interesting things to them they may be great and support you but it is one of those things that like from your day-to-day life you're not going to be able to completely get their schedule if that makes sense like they don't rem they almost like if it especially if it's like a guy in his 30s and you're literally in your 20s they're gonna be like I went to university 10 years ago like it's been a minute since I've written an essay in MLA format like it's a lot so that is something to consider as well like if you depending on your life stage and depending how old they are if they're like maybe 25 26 where like university or college wasn't that far off for them it may not feel as weird but if they are in their 30s and like graduated school when they were 21 uh, it, it may create a little bit of a divide just in kind of like what you guys can talk about and also like just the drama and like partying and different things that like kind of are embedded in the university like lifestyle, at least for me. Um, not that I was a huge partier, like I actually was more of like focused than anything, but it was still like the little things of like, oh, my friends are like begging me to go out Friday night and they may not either like feel like that or when they go out with their friends, it might just be a different situation. Like for example, anyone who knows London bars, like imagine I brought that 32 year old man to like fucking frog. (laughs) Like that would have been tragic. Um, Actually, I brought him to warehouse and he loved it, but like it was also warehouse at the time was very like moderate with the age groups like there was like 25 and upwards so he fit in well he also doesn't look 32 but it was one of those things that was like I feel like it would be so weird to like drag him to fucking seeps imagine that that would have been hilarious but yeah like it's, it's just different and I don't know how to else explain it like it depends on where you are in your life if you're 22 working full-time and like having the exact same goals as them, then there's no issues. However, I'm gonna let you in on something that's really funny to me. The four guys I've went out with who are quite older than me, they all text like old men. And I don't wanna generalize all older guys because I don't know that this is all true, but I swear to God, the men that are over the age of 27 do not know how to talk over text. And like, I already don't like texting, but there is something about the way that like a 27 year old plus man texts. And some of them use too many emojis. Some of them don't use them ever at all. Um, I also have a thing against people who don't use iPhones. (laughs) Like if that goes green, I'm immediately slightly turned off. And there's also something about like, the way that they just like communicate like some some of them were just I don't even know how to explain it like weird like didn't know how to converse and I'm not trying to get like a where you at like literally w-y-a text from them because that feels childish 
but just like I don't even know it's just weird just and I remember I had this guy (laughs) I'm laughing he said something about like fetch and I was like why why are you saying fetch and I think he was trying to be funny but it just like sounded so old and I like made a joke after he said fetch of like stop trying to make fetch happen literally like the mean girls quote and he was like is that not a thing and I was like wait you don't get it like what the fuck and like I said I don't want to say that this has anything to do with age because you can have someone who's like very pop culture like you know informed and understand that but he didn't and it was really funny and awkward and yeah it was just one of those things I just I don't know and like also I love to analyze the guys that are like over the age of 28 who use social media and how they use it because I find it quite fascinating some of them don't use it at all like haven't posted a photo since 2014 others like post on it too frequently like to the point where I don't have anything to ask you at dinner because I know what you did all day and then there's like the in-between of like the ones that just lurk and like reply to your dms but don't really do anything like you can't gauge what they even do for a living it's very interesting and I feel like men overall on social media is like a fascinating little analysis but yeah older guys definitely have like a different way of engaging with social media obviously like we've been using it you know like younger than they may have um they may have had university even without social media it may have just been coming out when they were finishing so that's also something to consider like my biggest interest in the world is like generational differences and just thinking of like a millennial like a true millennial guy the way that he would have grown up and like what he would have found funny and the different movies and things like that if you didn't have maybe an older sibling like you may not even know what the fuck those things are and yeah just like those little things that like you really don't think about until you're in it and like (laughs) there's this one guy and he used to make like the worst dad jokes and I he was only 29 but oh my god I swear to god he acted 50 and it was just really funny because he had the immaturity level of a 15 year old but the dad jokes were like grandpa jokes (laughs) oh he was funny he was really funny oh my god what an experience that was actually funny story I was walking and I'm like trying to refresh my Instagram and I'm like why isn't it like working and I look and it connects to the wi-fi I'm like what the fuck and I look up and I'm literally like across the street from a guy used to date's house and I was like oh my god this is so uncomfortable like I need to keep walking um I was just trying to get my like nightly 10k steps in and sure enough I realize I'm across from the human I used to go out with and he's like also pushing 30 and living with his parents which I don't want to criticize in any way. I'm sure that's financially very smart, but his immaturity level just um, made that whole situation very interesting. There's a lot on him in this podcast and he knows it. Um, He actually let me, like he'll not let me, (laughs) I'll do whatever the fuck I want, but I asked him if I could talk about it as like an experience of learning tool for others and he was just kind of like, yeah, just keep my name out of it. So hey (laughs) um yeah that's been interesting but the other like key difference I want to talk about with older guys is also like why are they dating so young and I really want to get into this because although like dating older guys can be a lot of fun in the sense that like they may have more life experience they may have more money they may be more willing to like like take you out to nicer places than maybe like a 22 year old would who's like just as broke as you are in college kind of thing um but the one thing I really noticed was like if they if a 32 year old is dating a 22 year old I just question where they are in life and it's not to say that they're bad people in any regard like not at all I just want to say like are they lowballing like a lot of men do date younger women to take advantage of them to like gaslight them 
and kind of trick them into thinking like certain behaviors are okay that maybe 30-year-old women would not stand for in one fucking second. Like they would put them in their place immediately because a lot of women like growing older, they have less time for bullshit. Like obviously through dating, you learn certain behaviors and what you're like not accepting. So by the age of 30, you're also, your biological clock is ticking. And I don't want to ever like say that women are, should have babies at a certain times. Nothing in that, whether you have kids, don't have kids, when you have kids, it doesn't matter to me. What I'm saying though, is that if a 30 year old woman's single and she does want children, like she's not trying to waste her time with a 32 year old man who doesn't want kids. Like one of those things, like if that's something that they're going to be a little bit more blunt about than maybe a 20 year old girl, you know? So that's something to be really considerate of because I have had situations where almost like some older guys have like tried to go out with me and then they realize that I'll call them out on their shit maybe more than their mother will and I think that like scared them off which is okay like I'm used to scaring off men I'm a lot I have a lot of goals I'm very ambitious I'm loud I speak my mind not in a cunty way but like I'm a blunt girl And if I don't like something, I'm going to tell you. So I think some men just know that there are other women who won't do that. And that's something to be noted of because like if they're lowballing, like consider why. (laughs) Like the guy with the child, as much as he was a great guy, I admire him so much. He was lowballing when he was trying to date me because he didn't know what he wanted to do in his life. He didn't know where he wanted to reside and like he was very lost. And I think dating a younger girl just sounded really fun to him and something that could almost distract him. And when it came down to it, I was the one that was kind of like, so what's next for you? Not trying to place any pressure, more of just like asking questions. Like I, this whole podcast was talking about taboo things and the discussion of the future didn't make me as uncomfortable as it did for him and that's inevitably like what kind of ended us because I realized he has no game plan and like it's okay to be 32 and not have a game plan but for me it was like if I'm gonna invest my time into this I'm gonna invest it into someone who knows what they want and like wants like-minded things where like I still had a year of school left and I was just not putting my time to someone who like had no idea what the fuck he was going for or where he wanted to live, what he wanted to do, you know, just things like that. But this is all part of the being the strategic slut, okay? And I say this lightly because obviously I'm trying to reclaim the word slut doesn't mean fuck all, but be strategic about your shit. Like question people's intentions sometimes. Like if they're trying to date you, like why? And it's not to say that they shouldn't want to date you. Like, I mean, I feel the same in the sense of like, yeah, of course they'd want to date me. Are you kidding me? But if they're an older guy just lowballing to take advantage of you, maybe have some fun and forget that he is maybe in a position where he feels like he should get his life more together, whatever that means. Like, obviously this is on the basis of a like social norm trajectory of life that we've embedded in our culture of in specifically in North America. So there is a level of like pressure there, but also like if they're feeling that way and trying to run the opposite direction by hooking up with a 20 year old to feel young again, you know, that's shouldn't be your problem. And like, I would just recommend questioning those things because I also just like don't want you to waste your time. Like, don't get your heart broken for no reason because it is really also easy to fall for someone who is, well, not only just older, like, if you like them, you can obviously fall for them. So you're just, like, it's something to really consider and obviously in any relationship, but specifically if you're dating older because the time, you know, the stage in life is something to really consider. And I think about, like, you know, I don't know how I feel about marriage. I think I I think I do want to get married now that like I've had some time to think about it during quarantine and I've watched so many like wedding reality TV shows that honestly 
I think I want to be married and it's not about the actual wedding itself really for me it's more of like the fact that someone loves me enough to like put a ring on it I feel like that's kind of cool <laughs> um and kind of just like romantic which is so stupid because I also don't believe in like I don't not I don't not believe in it but I monogamy is not like normal for humans this is like a socially constructed idea and I don't believe that like people have one life one love in their life so to get married that really complicates things sorry this is all coming full circle in a minute but when you consider like marriage like I actually think I'd get married one day but my thing is like divorce isn't a failure obviously if I'm getting married I don't ever like want to get divorced however if I were to get divorced it's not like the worst thing that's ever happened to me just like if I never got married it wouldn't be my life wouldn't be like awful <laughs> um but so with like older guys if you know you want to get married and they've maybe had two wives before you maybe also consider the track record like what are those behaviors and like I, I, although I just finished saying that failed marriages aren't like failures um I also would question though like the patterns of those beliefs like is he a cheater is he a pathological liar does he have a gambling problem <laughs> like things like this because obviously I just don't want people to waste their fucking time on shit that they could be using to improve themselves okay and there's another facet of this that I don't know if you will relate to but they're it's important to me okay music taste some men that I've gone out with they don't like like new rap or R&B and for me that's kind of a deal breaker because that's what I love I love an array of music we should see my Spotify playlist they're whack because it just goes in so many different directions but if like you can't listen to some Drake and enjoy yourself because you're too old for that I'm gonna cringe and feel like I'm with my father and it's not to say that their age is close to my dad's age but it's just like bro get with it like it's 2020 okay like Drake's everywhere you can't be in this world and hate Drake like why would you hate him for who? For what? You can't deny his music's catchy. Even if you're not a rap music fan, his music's fucking catchy, okay? Something like that. It's just like, ooh, that would, that's something to consider as well because it's a big deal breaker for me, honestly. If we can't listen to some music like going on a road trip and bump with it, then it's going to be a problem. They don't need to know every word of every song. It's not like that. They don't need to know all the hot new songs. It's just like be able to fuck with it and for me I love like older music too like like late 90s early 2000s rap and R&B love that shit also grew up with listening to like Metallica and Queen and like all those types of bands so I have a knowledge of older music and new music so for me if a man's only listening to Bon Jovi like I can't <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't do it. Um, that's, yeah, that's a big deal breaker. And I feel like that's like a really key thing to just think about is like also what's a deal breaker for you because that's one of mine. Um, there's another like aspect that gets really intense when it talks about like age gaps within dating and that is the financial part. So for me, like I'm obviously 22 and the whole time I would have been dating these guys, like, I would have been in university and so broke. So, talking about, like, dates and stuff like that, it could get really uncomfortable because, obviously, they may, like, make 50, 60, 70, upwards of 100, maybe more thousand dollars a year and I'd be literally busting my ass just to pay for school like I wasn't trying to save for a down payment on a house and that's just like that was just my life like that was facts and it was hard because if they like wanted to do something maybe like go to a really bougie ass restaurant or something like that it was kind of just one of those things that like are you paying <laughs> like because I can't afford that and 
I want to quickly talk about this because I feel like it's a really uncomfortable situation. Like now that I'm done school, I'm much in a better financial position, like immediately. And I'm also working now. Like it's, it's fine. Um, obviously I don't have my own house yet, but like at least I know I'm moving towards those things where like before I wasn't even paying student loans yet, you know, like it was just a lot. So $20 to me on drinks was like my food for the week. Like that was how broke university life was for me. And like just maybe 20 bucks to them is literally like a Starbucks lunch, you know, <laughs> like it's for just depending on like their lifestyle. Like if they do make 80K a year, let's say, they're doing okay for 20 bucks. We're like, I'm literally getting paid minimum wage. Like it was a lot. So that is something to really consider because it can like stir up some really uncomfortable situations. And to avoid those things, I would, let's say like you're going out with an older guy. Um, and I, I'm talking like 10 to 10 plus, like kind of, no, five to 10 years age range. I don't know anything about dating 40 year olds. Uh, don't ask me. I personally don't think I could do, like, that large of an age gap unless I was truly, like, 30. Like, I could only do, like, the 10 to, like, 12 years. I don't think I could do literally, like, 40-year-olds. There's just something about it. And also, like, I don't know that I trust that situation in the bedroom. But I haven't tried it, so I can't speak on it. Anyways financial situation so like if you're dating a guy maybe he's let's say he's 28 he works in finance and makes 120k a year I don't even know if that's normal but that's what we're ballparking at and you're like this broke-ass student eating ramen every night I would just be very like frank with how you talk about these things like just give it a very honest answer of like I'm a broke student and although I would love to do these things with you, I just really, like, can't afford it kind of thing. And just trying to, like, make special dates something, like, that you've done, but you maybe, like, didn't have to spend a ton of money. So, like, make, do, like, an at-home wine night with, like, charcuterie. And that can get expensive as well. But at least it's cheaper than, like, going to a restaurant and paying, like, 30 bucks in just a tip. You can pay, like, 30 bucks in some charcuterie situations. Um, or even just, like, an outdoor, like, movie situation with, like, a projector, if you have one of those. I don't know why, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, that sounds like a lot of money, too. But I feel like you can do fun things. A picnic. Oh, love a picnic, actually. Me and my girlfriend just did a picnic in the park the other day, and it was the most fabulous time. So, I know that fall's coming, and especially in Ontario, it's a fucking shit storm from now on. But if you can get a little outdoor picnic in, that's always fun. Or just, like, keep it casual. Like, do a drink or something like that where it's, like, whatever. You're buying drinks. It's fine. Things like that, I don't know. But, like, if you're really, really desperate for money, like, maybe just be upfront about, like, the fact that you're in a financial position. And if they're willing to go out with you and, like, pay for it, then you just have to, like, decide if you can run with that or not. I know that I can't, like I would feel too bad, but I'm also thinking like if, the, the one thing about that too though, if they're like fitting all the bills and they're maybe paying for you to go on vacation with him and things like that, he may try to control you in a certain way because of the financial control. So I just want to like also put that in the light because there are a lot of means for financial situations to control women and like what they do and that's not fair in any way but there is like a reality of that so I just want to quickly like mention that because that's something to be really careful of and yeah I think I covered as much as I can with that like I mean finances can be hard like no matter what age but just specifically if you are in the situation I was like as a broke student dating guys who had just like full-time jobs they were just obviously making money much quicker than you were like I was making maybe 30k and they were making you know 50 plus as a minimum so it's just a difference there and like I had the expense of like literally paying 
$10,000 a year just in tuition. So it was just things like that where I was literally like working my ass off to just be in university um, where they might not be in that situation. So not to say that they may not have student loans, but I'm just trying to like give you a glance at like what that can look like because it can be very awkward and yeah, you have to just navigate that yourself. I don't, I don't have much good advice there because I've also never had a long enough relationship for that to really be a problem. (laughs) Um, yeah. So let's talk about the juicy juice. Let's talk about sex because I have some thoughts on this. Mom, dad, tune out, please cut the, cut the podcast. You don't need to listen to this part. Okay. Thank you so much. Love you both. Um, okay. I gotta say, I think that men who are at least a couple years older than you, you have a better chance of it being much better. And I'm going to tell you why. Some of these men have already had girlfriends or maybe even long-term situations and they often know what situation is going on down, down there, okay? They may, they have a much higher chance of knowing where the clit is and knowing maybe how to pleasure a woman. Men who are 22 who have only had drunk hookups in a frat house have a lot lower chance of knowing where the clit is because they've been blackout drunk and didn't have a sex ed class to save their lives. I'm not trying to generalize here, but this has just been my experience, okay? I found that older men just know what they're doing more and they're just open about communicating about it more than some guys younger. Like they have had 10 years, whatever, like whatever the age difference is. They've had more experience potentially of years of fucking than you may have had. Like that's just something that they can kind of navigate. So then let's say they know how to speak on sex and like ask what you like and what you're into and things like that it becomes more comfortable thus the sex will be a thousand times better like if you are sleeping with someone for the first time and you've never navigated that conversation the sex may not be great because you don't know what either of you like or anything like that and I also think that some of the older men have had years of experimenting with bedroom situations, maybe locations, maybe positions, whatever it may be. Um, so if they're a freak, they may not, they may like finally know what they like and kind of have tried a few things. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't, but like it could be more fun in that situation as well. Or if they're so not into like any kind of freaky shit, then they'll also have a higher chance of knowing that as like a 30 year old than maybe a 20-year-old would. So just little things like that to consider as well because they do make a difference. And I always say, actually, me and my girlfriend always say this, if a guy has been in a long relationship, like let's say he's like had a girlfriend for like four years, you know he has a decent chance of being good in bed because he's had to be, you know, decent in the bedroom for four years, like, you can't be fucking the same person and it'd be terrible. Like, maybe it's a rocky start, but you can work on it. Whereas, you know, if you're just, like, fucking guys who, like, maybe lost their virginity and just never had a girlfriend, they've been just, like, fucking all around, you may not have the same experience. And I just want to be blunt about that because it's something that I've navigated (laughs) in my situationships and my you know, entanglements. But there's no way of really knowing. And that's the one thing that I want to quickly kind of end off with that is the podcast is, this is 40 minutes, you know. I can't wrap up like all the experiences I've had, but there are some really key things that are like, oh, that stands out. And moving forward, I know what I want more um, because of knowing what I don't want. And I wouldn't say that that's from just dating age, like age, dating with age gaps. Why can't I fucking speak anymore? Sorry, guys. Um, The age gaps isn't like sold, what completely sold me on what I want. 
but it has allowed me some insight on men and just like different people really like there have been guys that I've met that are 25 and like literally so ambitious like so good and then there's men that I've dated that are you know in their 30s and maybe really lost and we all have life stages like and that's an constant situation like you can always be in a different situation like you know there's for me it's like I was in university and now I'm navigating the first like bit of my career and then let's say when I hit 38 switch careers that could be really fucking confusing so if you don't have a partner already like that can be really hard to navigate in the dating scene so I just want to show how complex these situations are. It's not like a one-size-fits-all, but there are some things to think about when going about this because it can be really fun and really also brutal too. It is disappointing to know that like age doesn't equate to maturity because like, you know, then we could just know what we're looking for, know where to put the hinge age range on and move along. But no, it doesn't equate to that and it's unfortunate but it's true and I would also like question just like why you want an older guy like is it maturity because that's not always the case um as I move forward in dating like I always will think that like there's a sweet spot of me dating a guy that's at least like a few years older than me like I'd say like at least four years I feel like is always a good estimate but I don't want to say like never say like never say never literally because there could be a guy that I meet that's 23 literally like a year older than me and we could be like a perfect match like you never know and it depends on their upbringing and who they are as a person where they went to school what they took in school if you have a guy who's in law school he's been in university forever if he's a doctor he's been in school for a long fucking time like that's another factor like there's just it's less about age and actually more about like where they are in life and that can have so many factors and it's just not one size fits all and when it comes to like major age gaps I've never personally experienced it because I've never tried it but Girls Gotta Eat does have a really great episode on it they talk about like major age gaps of like of like 35 dating 55 year olds like that kind of thing I can't speak on that obviously and honestly if I like I'm 22 if I came home with someone who was like in his 40s I think my parents would disown me forever (laughs) and it's just the fact that like I'm young and I have like I think it's because I'm also very ambitious and I like want to build such a career for myself and like buy my own house and like do my own shit that me getting with a 40 year old would just that would be an assumption that I'm like settling down with that person and I think that would be really weird and I just don't know if I could like bring a 40 year old to my parents house like they would have a less of an age gap with my parents than they would with me and that's that's a little weird for me but I also know that there's so much just like socially or societal norms and that are ingrained in how we think of those things. So I never want to say that that could never happen. However, I'm just not out here trying to fuck 40-year-olds. So, like, my hinge range is literally, like, 24 to, like, 30. So I feel like that's, like, a decent, like, years. And, and the max would be only eight years older. So that's, like, I feel okay for what I prefer. And you know, if a 30-year-old and I were dating, I would be okay to bring home to my parents to meet. I also currently live with my parents. I feel like that's a really important factor to also note that I could not be fucking a 40-year-old at my parents' house. Not that I'm trying to fuck at my parents' house in general, but the age does make a difference in that sense. Like, oh, that's, I don't know. It really cringes me out, but... Yeah, I really hope my parents tuned out of listening to this part. Mom, dad, love you so much. Um, Yeah, I hope you guys found this insightful. I hope it gave you a lot to think about and uh, laugh about in my interesting experiences because, yeah, between, like, the, like, movie, pop culture, music, different tastes, um, the maturity level, the financial situation, and also the, like, 
life stage I feel like all those factors are just really important to think about and also the kid thing you really gotta ask if they have a kid because you never know (laughs) and you should just expect that that could be a possibility learn from my mistakes because what a fucking idiot I still can't believe that I like never assumed that that could be a possibility but plot twist it made for a very interesting experience like I will never unshake like I'll never be able to shake that feeling of like anxiety that I was like oh my god (laughs) did that just come out of your mouth um yeah that was pretty funny and I still to this day thinking about it and it's still fucking hilarious oh man it's really it's been fun and I hope that if he's listening to this I don't mean anything personal you're a great human and I uh I honestly just wish he wasn't a Gemini because honestly, I think we would have actually had a shot, but he was a Gemini. I'm a Leo and we really clashed. Like his indecisiveness was not okay for me. And I feel like if he was a Cancer or a Libra, we would have been fine. I think that was the real issue. Not the fact that the age difference or the kid (laughs) or the fact that he like lived in three different countries. But yeah, like it's one of those things that... I learned from and he was also someone who I like connected so well like mentally and emotionally that I do like use him as an example because it was something that like just really taught me a lot about dating and learning and just things like that that were really key so I just wanted to like share that and there's really no ill will against him so I just want to like really verify that because I'm not trying to be a dick on this podcast it's just more educational purposes um yeah I have a lot of respect for him and admire him and I the rest of the exes like we're all good we're fine on good terms it's cool not friends but we're cool (laughs) anyways thank you guys so much for listening to this rant of my experiences and interesting opinions I hope you all enjoyed this please find me on instagram at the not so average betch and the podcast instagram at strategic slut if you would like to share this on your story. I would fucking love that because that is how the podcast grows organically. And just, I cry every time you say that you're listening. So thank you so much for your support. If you want to give us a little rating on iTunes, if you're listening on like the Apple podcast, that would be amazing as well because it gets more exposure on Apple podcasts as well. So yeah, thank you again for tuning in. I have episodes every Monday and Friday and I will see you guys on Monday. Have the best weekend and I will talk to you then. Love yourself, love others, and wash your fucking hands. Bye, guys.